What's going on, everybody? It is Colin of Colin's Conversations, and today is episode 41 featuring Juice of Colored Radio Podcast. That's a Cleveland podcast. They talk about everything under the sun, and uh, we don't talk about everything under the sun, but we have a lot of valuable content right here. Uh, Clocked in at an hour and a half, and uh, there's some bonus footage out there creeping around in social media. So go check it out. Let me know what you think. After you listen to this one, subscribe to Colored Radio Podcast and check them out. We are live on Collins Conversations. I'll let you introduce yourself, give everybody who you are, a quick one too about what you do and how, how you got here. I am Juice Shrug. Juice is for short. I am with Colored Radio. Host, co-host, producer, um, all the good stuff. Shout out to my co-host Maul and my engineer S. Carter. Um, I hit you up because I was like, I saw what you was doing with J. Games, and I'm like, hey, this podcast world in Cleveland, you got to be a little bit more connected. So here we are. Absolutely. And uh, you're in Cleveland now. Have you been Cle- in Cleveland your whole life? Cleveland whole life, born and raised. Um, Cleveland, Cleveland, no like suburb or offset of Cleveland, just inner city Cleveland. Went to uh, St. Joe's, uh, born and raised. Question is, how did you get the nickname Juice? Juice. Um, high school, high school football, uh, football from engineering class, engineering class from uh, homeroom. Homeroom, a, a female friend of, well, she's married to our, our good friend now. That's kind of wild to think about. It. <laughs> right. Um, she freshman year, I'm walking in the homeroom, and she was like, Jamal, you got a juicy booty. And I was like, what? She's like, you got a juicy booty? I'm like, thank you, I guess. And one of my classmates in my engineering class, a, 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 a upper classmate, heard it. We went to engineering class. He called like Juicy Mall or something like that. And like that, from from their turn from football, and they juice, juice, come in. Coach said it one time and it stuck. Ever since then, I've been juice. Absolutely. Yeah. You, you uh, made one or two remarks about how you're like, wow, you really do your research. And I bet you in, in this interview, mm-hmm. I got something that no other interview that you have is okay. going to pull out. Okay. Get my nard or I'm oh, out. Bam. Have you seen that book before? The yearbook. The yearbook. Yes, sir. So you were in football as well too, right? Yes, sir. Uh, always into athletics? Or- um... More so pushed into it because I was big. Like, I, I'll say I didn't really start getting into football until like Madden 06 or something like that, 05. You said Madden 06. Yeah. Refer, not, not in the regular time, but in video game yeah, space. in video game space. So, like, that's what probably got me into football, and then I went straight into high school after that. You guys had such a fancy-ass yearbook. Oh, no, man. They had a whole like class. For not a fancy school, it's a very fancy they, yearbook. They spent the whole year in one class doing yearbook. I didn't realize how many schools didn't have a class called yearbook. We had, like, an after-school program. No. Like, like, Middle of the day, they just go there and take, and then, like, they'll just be around God. taking pictures and shit. I'm like, oh, y'all with yearbook? I, should, I wish I would've did it. I wish I would've did it. I mean, it'd be an easy class. Oh, yeah, it was. But I did mostly, um, <clears throat> probably... I should have marked this. You're in here yeah. somewhere, though. It, oh, it, it was some good footage of you. Some never-before-seen uh, footage out there. Probably the, the football... Yeah, you're in the football lineup. Lineup. The, the directory's in the bad place. That's my real name. 
There it goes. We'll, we'll, we'll put that on the screen in the video version. Yeah. But does that bring back any memories? What, what was it like back in the high school football days? So next to my co-host, Maul, um, Pring just popped up. Pringle is right there. And um, that is probably our, our best year, quote unquote. That is probably when we were at full power. All of our seniors were still there. All of our fast people were still there. We were like, Playoff bound almost. I did not play. <laughs> I I did not play a lick of varsity for real. Was that the year that you quit? No, I quit my senior year. Quit your senior year. Quit my senior year because um, that's funny. You know that. I well, you probably listen to the show, but I quit my senior year because I'm and it's a funny ass story. Mom always tell it. I'm we're sitting in films after a game and. An underclassman had got to go in over me in a blowout, right? Mm -hmm. Like a game before. So this game, he got to like start or some shit like that. He was like just like like a small DN, so he was a speed, and he just got crushed. Every just picked up and thrown back, and like I'm sitting there, I'm like, yo, I'm 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 tired. It's Sunday. We gotta go to school tomorrow morning. I just gotta go. <laughs> I just got up and left. I I put my, my pads down in the basement and I just walked out. And usually in the middle of like practice and that type of stuff, you gotta like raise your hand and ask to like go right. to the bathroom or some shit like that. Me walking out, I guess unbeknownst to me, that it was a shock to everybody. <laughs> they were all like, where did you just go? He's not coming back? Okay. Right. And like after that, uh, probably, I didn't see a coach, and probably if that was Sunday, I didn't see a coach until like Wednesday. And it was like, Juice, where, where you been? I'm like, Yeah, man, I'm done. I'm, I, I quit. He was like, Oh, you said you just want to retire on me? I was like, Man, yeah. And he's like, All right, give it past to the equipment guy, and it's, it's, that's it. And then I started doing plays. <laughs> I started doing. I went. I went directly from there to um, tech crew. And did Godspell. Gotcha. And you had a lot of uh, not not able to be aired everywhere type fun in the place as well. Oh, I mean, well, shit, yeah. That, that was, um, <laughs> I will say, a lot of my early um, escapades as a fat guy were so cool. <laughs> they were so cool. And they don't happen to me now as I'm slimmer. And I feel like a lot of that was because girls like my personality so much that they made themselves like me because I was big too. And I was like, I don't get this much play. I got so much play. The, the play, the play, play. The play was so much fun because it was just like a good environment of people. Like all of them were friends, all of them were comfortable with each other. I'm like, ah, I wish I would have had that before. Not saying that football didn't have that, but hey, you don't have to get hit by they had a pound person. Absolutely. Every day. <laughs> and then call him your brother. And then go fight some other 300 pound people you've never seen before. <laughs> so, oh my God. Okay. So, but like the actual play, yeah, that was fun. Um, kind of like set me up for like wilder shit anyway. So, yeah. And you said you were in the tech crew or are you doing kind of just making sure the audio and lights were good? No, or? no, no. I wasn't, they didn't give me that much. Um, Leeway. I was new, so they just made me move shit because I was bigger than everybody. Finally, gotcha. And then um, 
I mean, I guess in Godspell, I had a, a, a good part where I had to move some shit during the play, but I wasn't never on stage or like anything important for real. I was again there for the environment. It was just cool chill environment. Yeah. Gotcha. And then uh, after high school, you went to Lakeland. Yep. Um, I ended up at Lakeland. Um, bounced around from. I went to Cleveland State first. Then what did you go for? Film. Film, but you wanted to be a director or no I wanted to go to Kent which I ended up going to but counselors are weird man counselors are weird I'm like hey I want to do game design and it was like all right the closest thing we got is film I'm like okay like this has nothing to do with but so like that like I went there for one semester and I took a film appreciation class and watched like dope ass films for like an hour and a half for like a semester. The best thing about Cleveland State was just like, all right, I know I don't want to be at a, no, 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 expensive school in the city. Like I'm not about to go to school, Cleveland State and pay this much money. So try C for a semester, then I got my grades up and everything. Camp for a year, camp was fun as fuck. Like, and then that's where I was doing game design and doing all that. I realized, <clears throat> Like maybe if I would have stayed, I probably would have learned to like it because of the money that was probably coming away. But I didn't like game design for real. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I, I really didn't. I, I really couldn't stand sitting in front of a computer that long. And like, it failing because of a, like a one letter off. <laughs> I'm not that guy. Like all my teachers always say, proofread, proofread. Coding is all about proofing. Right. Like you gotta, you gotta know what, what you're typing, what you're doing. But that was not my speed. But like, I could do it. Like the design stuff, I could do it. The, the um, I, I guess I really wanted more so wanted to do like maybe on the production side of like writing and like the storyboarding stuff of a game instead of actual design. But I'm glad I did it. Kent itself, like parties. Just right. Fucking parties. <laughs> parties and drinking and shit. Um, couldn't go back to Kent because of like tuition stuff. Then get the same scholarship amounts to sit the, uh, the the next year. Uh, that started my. I took it like a year and a half off and moved to Kent. All during this time, trying to do it uh, an indie label called K Colors with the homies here. So moving to Kent was really supposed to be me getting some money so I can invest back into the the label, but it kind of shut down a little because everybody stopped rapping. So <clears throat> so when everybody stopped rapping, I'm like, all right, I don't know what to do. In Kent, got a car, I'm, I'm cool. Probably should have stayed there another couple months, but I moved back, um, moved in with my uh, co-host at the point, uh, th that time. And maybe six months in, I was like, hey, we need to start a podcast. And then after that six months, I got into Lakeland. Well, I started going to Lakeland because I realized that I didn't know how to market this show well. So I was like, all right, let me learn how to market. So I got back into Lakeland. And you went there for marketing? Yeah. Oh, business entrepreneurship. Run through the same program uh, years before you, but okay. uh -huh. uh, I hated school. And like, it was one of those, like, my 
grandparents, parents, everybody's like, you got to go to school for something. Yeah. I originally wanted to go be an elementary school gym teacher, but apparently I'm retarded when it comes to algebra. Oh. I failed algebra like seven different times at the two different schools, and, and I was just, like, yeah, it just, it just every, every time I'd get to the same point, and like, it doesn't click. Yeah. So then I found out that business math was just like balancing the books and doing simple stuff. I was like, I know how to do arithmetic better than the teacher. You know, it's yeah, just, it's, my, my brain shuts off when it's like, I don't really think I need to learn this, or I'm not I'm never going to use this, which... Yeah. Apparently, you, you might, but you know, yeah. okay. in, in the form of a class, you're like, I can't do it. So it's then, like, do you want to do that for a living? Is different from if you're ever going to need it because you could call somebody at this point, you can Google it to right. find out how to do it. But if you want to do it for a living over and over again, no, I'm cool on that, absolutely. But I couldn't do that, so then I ended up going through the entrepreneurship business management program out there. Okay, okay. Because it's easy to do. I was like, yeah. I've been selling computers and insurance and everything since I was like 18. I was like, a oh, no brainer. Um, but then I started. Did you have Gretchen? What's that? Gretchen Stokes as a teacher? Doesn't ring any bells. This is a question. No, uh, Dan Curden. I remember him from like Intro to Business. He was a cool bald guy. Mm. Um, I don't remember too many of the teachers. Yeah. But like it's interesting, like when you go through marketing school, opposed to like marketing. Like I've had a landscaping business the last ten years, mm-hmm. kind of slowly getting out of that, trying to get into full time marketing. Yeah. But like people that like when you're in school, the teachers like they haven't been in a real business environment in like twenty years. Yeah. You would go to them and be like, "What do you think about starting a podcast?" And they're like, "A oh, lot." Oh, <laughs> bro, I get to use you use the podcast as projects for the last what three years like like the first marketing plan we did was for my podcast and i've been using that and adding to it ever since so when they to me it seems like i'm, I'm taking an easy way out but, but to them i'm like oh i don't know i don't know what what these numbers are i don't know what's going on so like as i i guess now that i think about it it's it's good that i did because i did get to learn like stats about podcasting and how fast it's been growing and um the amount of money that was going into it four years ago so right. l- let alone now where every um, comedian has a podcast every i don't say washed up actor but every actor that has <laughs> stuff like n- not as busy to do has a podcast and they're getting signed by podcast companies and stuff like that it's going to be something with apple i feel like they're going to try to put a paywall but behind some of their content because it's just too free and open to be Apple and like you just post podcasts like that. Like right. it's, it's gonna be some type of paywall coming soon. I feel. I mean, I, th- I think Apple's background of that is, though, is if you go there to get, you know, the colored radio podcast and then you're like, oh, let me go also while I'm here and go get a couple songs or a movie or kind of yeah. kind of like the lost leaders at a grocery store. You yeah, know? I guess. I guess that would be it. The podcast is just like the cheap milk. So you come get eggs, too. Yeah, but I, 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 kid, I, I kid you not, I just delete like iTunes. I'm a Spotify person so much where it. Like Spotify is finally starting to catch up and having podcasts, so like I'm I'm starting to like start to go switch over and follow stuff on Spotify because I I cracked my phone and had to get, get, get and get a whole new phone and while I was like in between phones I had a joy and I'm like oh I don't have any of my podcasts <laughs> I don't have nothing saved for, for like how to get current update podcasts I would listen to and I realized oh yeah Spotify has it so I'm like all right. Let me start to change that over because if I do lose an iPhone again or something like that, I, I would be most hurt about not having all my podcasts. Right. So I'm like, all right, Spotify has finally come into play with having like podcasts as well and exclusive podcasts like Joe Web podcasts. I, lo- I like what they're doing over there. 
did you listen to a lot of podcasts before you started your own podcast? Um, in Canton, I started working out because I didn't have friends out there and I didn't have anything to do because it's Canton, Ohio. So it's, <laughs> it's fucking nothing to do. And I started going t- to the gym every day and I listened to all the music ever, basically, I felt like. And it led me to podcasting. And, like, I ran out of music around... I don't know what I was I probably was listening to uh, Schoolboy Q's first album or something like that or second album maybe his first album something like that and he had did an interview on a breakfast club and then the breakfast club had Charlamagne and God and that led me to his podcast The Brilliant Idiots and The Brilliant Idiots is kind of what started my love of podcasts because I'm like oh yeah I like Charlamagne and God I'm in music I, I want to hear him talk about my music he was not talking about my music he was just talking about life mm-hmm. learning stuff and then he he introduced me to Andrew Schultz who was like probably the 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 opening door to like comedy and podcasting because he kind of started to say names about podcasts Joe Rogan I started getting with Joe Rogan and then that was after Joe Rogan's <laughs> Everything's open after that, so. I always say that Joe Rogan is the white man's Oprah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, if you if you can get on a Joe Rogan anything, like his, like just his radar, like you're, you're gonna get some type of spike. But, started listening to podcasts over and over again. And, me starting a podcast was so far out of my head because I respected podcasting so much. I was like, I don't have shit to talk about. I don't, I don't really want to talk about anything with um, with just us sitting around. Oh, let's smoke weed and talk about pussy. It, it did turn it out. <laughs> but at that moment, I was like, all right, I'm just listening. And that, that pretty much took over with what I did because down there I was working third shift. And I had seen Dash Radio. So Dash Radio was an app, well, it's still an app that's free music and with no commercials. So it's just radio, but with no commercials. And I was like, oh yeah, I don't want to find songs all the time. Playlist, hell yeah. So I downloaded the app and on it, it had um, iFuture Radio. iFuture had a morning show called The Shane Show. And then that became my daily listen in the mornings on third shift was The Shane Show. And... He is the one that kind of sparked my podcasting gene. He, he, he loves to say one plus one. So if you start it, gotta do it the next day. And just keep building from there because if you get one plus one, you're gonna end up with something more. And I moved back to Cleveland and didn't really know what I wanted to do. I had got like a third shift job with special needs adults. So I was cool with like, doing that at night and then having my days to do what I wanted. And I, I, I just kept trying to figure out something. And I still had our color radio, well, it wasn't color at the point, Hidden Colors page. And that was our music label, 12,000 followers on it, hella music, but ha- but we didn't drop the music for like almost a year. So I'm like, all right, what can we do with this amount of people? This this cliche clout, whatever you want to say, with previous artists from when we did rap and we when we were doing shows, podcast. Let me interview people that 
we talked to before that know us from the music industry. Now, me personally, I was probably never the um, <clears throat> quote unquote face of our group in senses because it was always rappers and designers ahead of me and I was like alright I'll play the manager role and be behind the scenes I'm cool with being just juice in the background but in my own right I had a following and did I know that they would want to listen to me talk no but did I want to get people on that I knew would have a good conversation yeah so the first couple shows like I try to get people that I knew had a a a growing following, a, a, a following like, like episode eight was the like playing. So I was like, all right, four years ago, the like playing too. So no face tats, all the freshy stuff was like kind of starting to bubble and stuff. But like they were just like still on par with Cleveland rappers, I'll say. And I was like, oh, this is like he's the one. Like like these guys are dope. These guys are, like represent Cleveland. So like having that as like being one of my early episodes and going 150 plus after that, like I kind of knew like, all right, I want to, in any sense, have good interviews with artists. So when you find them or you Google their name or something like that, this pops up. Like, oh snap, this is like early stuff. You, wait, he, like, yo, he was still smoking. He didn't even have back door. Like stuff like that. Like that's what I want to find. Like, cause I, I still remember finding like interviews from like, early Drake stuff or like early like freestyles of stuff like 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 our early stuff has freestyles of people and like songs that they probably never even dropped after or something like that so I when we do blow I would love to find that super fan that goes back and like goes and look through all that shit and it's like oh this was dope I didn't even know y'all said that we we as a podcast I feel are um a platform to be found at a later time, I feel for real. Like all of that, our, our stuff, the people that have heard it said they love it. So I know, as a person that listens to podcasts, I will go on a podcast listening spree if the stuff is dope. Right. So <laughs> like, hopefully in the the near future we'll get like some type of viral moment. Okay, I forgot the question. <laughs> I, I forgot where you, I got about fifteen thousand things from what you said to unpack. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll go kind of backwards with it. I know the exact feeling you're talking yeah. about. It's amazing how um, before I do an interview, um, as you can tell, I like to do as much research. Kind of like mm-hmm. I like to go in not knowing everything about a person, but I want to have <clears throat> enough information built up that you're like, all right, this dude's actually pay- paid attention. He's actually about yeah. what I'm doing. I'm just not another <clears throat> moving through the door, recording, right. get, get it out. Right. But w- what I think is amazing is, like you said, it's one of those. Um, you know, and two, three, four years from now, Scuff Mixon blows up, and they're like, "Oh, look, the first three interviews they ever did, or Adi Ray blows up. The first yeah. interview you ever did was Collins' right. Conversations." And I take pride in being like a person's first interview, or them saying, "Oh, this was the chillest. Like, I love this was super chill. Like, y'all are good vibes. Like, that makes me feel good. Like, no amount of money, like it was, it, it is a amount of money, but no amount of money is is giving me that type of pleasure." From doing this, like you gave me a thousand dollars, and you're like, yeah, that was a good episode, and it wasn't, like, ah, like, but like the people that come on and like, the um, Jay Mariah girl, she drove an hour, like that's big to me, like, like right. never meeting me, just going off of our page alone and being like, you know what? All right, yeah, I'll come into this random place in the hood and and, and talk to you of a random person for an hour, like that means a lot to me. Um, what's what's the name? Uh. 
where's the poet? He he caught the bus, right? In again in the hood at night and like because we record late at night at sometimes for real. So like that means a lot that they that people are holding it, holding value to it, like mm-hmm. like like giving value to something that I've basically put my head down on my like, look. I'm not gonna look at any blinders. I'm not gonna look at all the podcasts that have come out and, and, and gone and, and, and people, I ain't gonna say taking, stealing flows or whatever you wanna say, uh, uh, styles of podcasting and everything, but just getting the, um, like I'm, I'm happy getting the respect of the people, like the respect of the creative, mm-hmm. you know? Like, like that being, being to me one of those things where I, like I can't draw, I'm not. I'm not really musically talented for real. I played the keyboard a little bit, but not enough to say I'm a keyboard player or nothing like that. My sports was like I'm mediocre, but like getting like yeah, man, you helping us out, blah blah blah. Like that means so much to me. So like, if my superpower is marketing or talking, like or talking, I'm cool with that being. Like what I do is podcasting. Like that, that's what I tell people. I'm like hey. I'm a podcaster, and then I do my jobs to pay the bills. <laughs> Absolutely, I podcast for a living. Yeah, I mean, just like, like I told you, during the day I landscape, during the night I market, I podcast, and try to make my night slowly make into more of my day. And as I, it's one of those you don't want to rush anything or you know throw too much something out at it at once. Yeah. But like you said, once somebody finds you and they want to really go into it, to have a catalog of 40, 50, 100, exactly. opposed to you know kind of just figuring it out and trying to. Live up to the hype. I don't think is really the way to go. And 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 it's. I feel like it's a metaphor in a sense. I don't want to get too deep, but it's a metaphor. Like like if you like say if somebody saw episode one, hated it, saw saw how we tapping the table, we're saying um, we're, we're <laughs> talking with our mouth open and everything, and then they never listen to another episode until episode. 160 and they're like yo this is i'm i'm impressed like but it, well, well, what if you never got to an episode 160 and they saw your episode seven and you're still trash and you gave up and like i, I knew it was trash right. like it's, it's it's that type of thinking where i'm like all right if you ain't gonna like like, like this season i'm working at maybe 30% of what I could really do. Like, I still have, I, I have three jobs. Like, I have to, right. like, this is the, the extra that I do in my life. So, the fact that we we get nominated for, like, um, Ohio, like, Entertainment Awards. We, have, we haven't won one yet, but we've gotten nominated the last three years. That's like, awesome. I take that as a win. I, I take that as a win for me, because, like, there's podcasts again. Never get past episode five never start i have some people like hey how do i start like just put out the content i don't know what you want me to say we started putting out content and you see what works some works some doesn't some like and, and a lot of moving. it a lot of it was i just want to read like that again that first two seasons i just want a reaction from our titles mm-hmm. like just, just, just <laughs> medium dick and a smile like that means <laughs> that has nothing to do with the podcast for real it was a, a short or a short part of the podcast but everything else is probably about like trump like our first like our our 2016 i called him like yo if the Cavs win you know trump's winning right because it's just the it's, it's the duality so that's on the record like i'm like yo the Cavs are gonna win 
but Trump's going to win too. <laughs> like that's the only way the Cavs can win. If you want the Cavs to win that much, I'm going anyone, and I'm like. Play it back from January. Like play it like like Soulja Boy stuff. Like all of these like like historical moments that I'm I'm like that means something to the culture or to you. Like I can have like a like I can go back four years on it at this point. Absolutely. And that's and that type of catalog. I like I don't know who's this value to yet. But say if a podcast or uh app pop up and like oh we need exclusive content. I'm ripping all that shit off SoundCloud. Bet. <laughs> How much you want for it? Let's do it. Like, so. I forgot the question again, but um stick to it in podcasting or in like any type of like life goal type thing. Like all all of this is from basically all of my good shit in life. Uh having a career. In, in in business, internships, college, being able to travel and meet people in different states stems from me believing in my friends' careers as rappers. Like me wholeheartedly saying, hey, if y'all believe in yourself, I will believe in you and I'll be your manager. So if I never did, like, like literally I could trace it all that. If I never said that to them, I wouldn't be here and prospering and, and being able to say I, I'm a college graduate or anything like that. I probably would have fucking went into like, I don't even say factory work, but something easy. Like, like probably doing some like web design, like chilling. It's not bad to do it, but like, yeah, just web design, just getting by. Like, right. not like, I'll web design, smoke some weed, chill out, I don't know. Like that, like, cause seeing that much talent around me, I'm like, yo, I gotta do something with it. I, I, can't be the one not talented and not doing <laughs> nothing with the talent around me. So like that was always always my idea of like if it, I had a good eye. I felt like I I had a good eye for talent, and it kind of progressed into like talking to artists and knowing artists and like saying, hey, what do y'all need? Like man, it's just a platform, man. It's, it's, it's nobody out there like listening. It's nobody out there giving anybody a chance. So like transforming into color radio the the power of being the underdog is so much more fun than being a popular person and being solo up there at the top or something like that and um so going for like instead of going for the major acts and like the major Cleveland artists I'm going for people we've never heard of and people who who are are dope as hell but I don't want to say socially awkward, but really don't know how to push their stuff. They're artists. They like to like be broody and shit. Like that's what I learned. Artists love to be broody and like, ah, oh, it's my it's my baby right here. I'm like, come on, let me get it so I can <laughs> give it to the people. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I totally understand to like that. So, like, gaining that knowledge from being a manager, it kind of helped me be more creative in marketing and reaching out in the podcast realm and everything. So like being like following the right artist and, and seeing an artist that will be like have a benefit from talking for an hour and a half instead of like a trailer clip and them rapping their song. Like, no, they need to hear your your story, bro, because what what you're talking about is real, first of all. And what what you're articulating is dope. So let's come on the show and talk about it. Um 
Yeah, I don't know what else you got for me. Uh, all right, I'm, I want like, podcasters link up. You still start talking. Shit. Just let you let me run over. Yeah. No, I'm gonna let you go. Yeah. No, I'm gonna let you go. Keep and I'm gonna keep running. <clears throat> you said that a lot of people steal a podcast style. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna adapt from something that you do. Mm-hmm. Kind of a you, every interview you start asking social media handles and top five. Mm-hmm. I want, want you to give me a quick top three of a couple different categories, just mm-hmm. right off the head. Top three YouTube channels. Top three YouTube channels. Um, there's a dude called Omi on Hellcat. I just started watching him like two days ago. He made his millions off of um, selling GTA servers and like 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 World of Warcraft servers and then Grand Best. He's like 33, black guy, super big in Philly, just buying cars and jewelry and just having fun with his life. Super super interesting, kind of an asshole, but super interesting. But it's like a, <laughs> Thing, I, think, I guess um, unbox therapy um, addicted love technology like all this shit in here I'm like yeah find it on unbox therapy he'll he'll tell you like oh Amazon has it for $40 cheaper I'm like all right well thank you man <laughs> so unbox therapy um, uh, ooh, I will say there's a DBZ YouTube page called rhyme style he plays uh, DBZ legends I play that a lot and that uh, I watch a lot of game shit now. Like, there's a dude called Chris Moo that plays 2K. That is hilarious. <laughs> He's freaking like just, just hilarious. Yeah. So yeah, I, I gave you four. four. That's the bonus clip. Yeah. Top <laughs> top three plus a bonus clip. Yeah. Who, let's go top three Cleveland musicians. More people should know about. Ooh. Um. Sean K. Sean K. Is hard hard as fuck, and he's fucking in the industry and nobody knows how how in the industry he was he was down in like the the, the dreamville um um studio sessions and all that he's dope he's 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 one of those ones where he'll probably make his first million off of writing for, for somebody or something like that like he's he's like he's that dope um that they should know about infinity finn female rapper i've had on Forever, she went to Joe's as well. Um, I was, she, we went to grade school together. She been hard since the grade school, beating <laughs> on the tables hard. Like, so like, I, I feel like her next project might be the one that kind of catches her to everybody's ears. She, she went on Sway in the morning and killed some shit too, like, like on some freestyle shit. So that's awesome. Yeah. So like, like her, I, th- th- I think her music's finally coming around to a range where I'm like, yeah. Can get some some real pub, and, and it's the time. The time is right. more open to two pay more rap, so like she's perfect look for that. Uh, three, I'll give it to my homie Kickback. Kickback just dropped his uh, his first debut album. I'll say with Firstborn. It's his birthday, so yeah, Kickback. Been rapping with him forever, so shout out to him for that. For that. Top top three podcasts that you're listening to right now. Ooh, Sincast. Sincast is a movie podcast. Um, they just review movies, and they've all either worked as like projectionist or like with movie phone or something like that. So like they really let them have good views of movies, and they know good movies to pick. Um, right now, Joe Rogan. He's 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 not missing. He has snowed it on right. a couple days ago. I'm like shit, bro. Damn man, they the FBI wants Joe Rogan. They, I don't I don't see how 
How, how do you have Edward Snowden on your show at the same time, right where my hard drive is? He's got a box of mushrooms and yeah, man, all sorts yeah. of stuff. It's like, <laughs> I don't, I don't even understand like how they haven't come for him yet or found any type of like he, like, he must be a really good guy that he hasn't had any like scandals pop up at all. So uh, Joe Rogan, um, Flagrant Two with Andrew Schultz, Akash, and Kaz. And what's that one about? Uh, Flagrant Two is. Um, Basically, when the PC Air came out, and like, like I'm one of those people that like to hear shocking stuff. I don't need to say it to make somebody like hurt their feelings or something like that. But I like to hear like shit that's just like, oh, that that's a funny two words together. It sounds good. <laughs> so like, they um, it's a sport, a, a, a sports podcast, but with the background of current events. So. You get with your homies and your friends and everything, and you start, and you're about to watch the, the football game. But then, like you, man, you know what? I hit my toe yesterday, man. This kid ran over my foot. Blah blah. blah. And, and you get into a, a, a random conversation, but he's like, "Oh, he just called an interception touchdown." <laughs> so like, they just review. Um, well, I don't want to say review, but they talk about sports, but then they talk about current events. So, so they did the China stuff uh, the last few weeks, where they said, "Well, LeBron James." Um, should have said I'm protecting my money, but he said he he beat, he beat around the bush and and basically said, hey, I care about black people here and not the oppressed in China. And they got into that, but the, but the way they the, the, the describe it is just flagrant. And they say bad words. <laughs> they say hey, they say all the bad words you can't say. We're really out in public. They're so good that their Patreon is probably the Patreon that is um most looked at in the industry because they do like thirty-five thousand a month off of people paying just that's to hear crazy. Like one extra episode so like that that type of like 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 i don't say mentorship but that i'm watching them a lot because they're on the, the the cutting edge of youtube and like getting people engaged and want to get people engaged so that's where i got, got, got the caption stuff from that was like hey we started doing captions and our stuff spiked. I was like, say no more. All right. I had to download an app. What app are you using for that? Um, AutoCap. And it's, it's, it's good for what it's doing, but I'm, I'm going to need something better because it's, it's not catching all the words. Um, like Descript. Descript. This uh, little blue one down here. Mm -hmm. This one's pretty sweet. Mm -hmm. um, the, they, they have paid options, but the free option gets you, I think it's four hours of transcription a month. Mm. Um, so, I mean, it's kind of, especially as a podcaster, yeah. where you figure if you're doing an hour-ish episode a week, that's about four yeah. hours. I caption a whole And you don't need, exactly. <laughs> How many error types do you not need to put in there? Yeah. So it's one of those, um, it, the, the s slower people talk, it, if I were it to talk up. like this, it's perfect. Yeah. It's when a couple people get like, especially the only thing I could see on your show it being a problem is if, if three or four or five people are all kind of in the same trying to talk and get their point. And oh. that's the problem for real, where um, y'all can see recently on our latest episode of Captions, um, Maul was talking and then the guest was talking, but on the caption it looks like a jumbled sentence right and i'm like i don't want to put a comma there or like put mall and then put guest and shit like that so i'm like look <laughs> captions is what y'all getting right now y'all <laughs> like captions are new like like i still remember when we didn't have um a good camera 
well we didn't have a camera that had good sound so we were like not syncing the sound and we were just using the, the camera sound people were like yo is i want to laugh but i can't hear it right. i'm like y'all can hear it turn it up and like no nah, you couldn't really hear it so when we like started syncing the sound our, our podcast shot so like it's just little stuff that makes the quality better that i would have never have gotten to if i would have quit at like episode 10 or something like that or episode 17. It was funny how you said earlier, you know, in my beginning episodes, I said, um, so many times as I went back through the archives, I think my, it was like 47 times the first two episodes I said, um, or absolutely. You're like, yeah, cause you don't really know where to take the conversation and you kind of like, I've kind of taken that like the, the full 360 on that though. Mm. Um, words like absolutely and great, mm. I think are the main two that I usually use. That way while I'm editing and I'm going through to break up things, mm. as soon as I hear great, that means go back. There's probably something right there. Or an absolutely means, you know, cut here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kind of like as that was a question, right. answer, absolutely. Mm. Just so as I'm going through, I could kind of, if, if you talk for two minutes, I could kind of, Fine. 15 15 15 all right that's where that ends maybe i want to use that um see you see you do all your own editing too like i'm kind of like privileged in my setup where i have an engineer so i can imagine for real listening to me <laughs> for 160 plus episodes like he probably has to do um which we don't do much editing as in like taking stuff out but like before the the uh i'll say crack the crackdown on youtube of, of music or the licensing of music and stuff on on youtube and and soundcloud was was a wild west up until three years ago before uh hey, you guys like to use a lot of copyrighted music i've, I've seen yeah 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 like all of our all of our because we wanted to be a radio like we really wanted to be radio and they started cracking down on us super hard on on a lot of our our episodes, and I was like, "All right, well, whatever y'all miss, y'all miss." But they they were getting they were getting All a right. lot of it. So now we had to um do like thirty seconds, right? Thirty seconds and, and just to get the flavor of it. But what, but I I was super proud of a lot of episodes where we were having like great conversations about music and we lead in the music. Yeah, you guys. Your editor, whoever does it, did a good job of kind of, you were talking about, you know, like a young thug or whatever. And mm -hmm. like you said, it kind of just transitioned right in there. Yeah, yeah. And me as the podcast, I'm like, they can't legally monetize that. Ain't that yeah. about a bitch? Yeah. But what I what I do to kind of get around that is like, same thing that you could be doing. And since you have a lot of musical guests, um, Dirty Backpacks or Faded, Nuke Franklin, a couple other, you hear a lot of repeating beats in mine that are just hard beats, yeah. but that artist gave me the rights to use those beats. Uh, and I'm not using the lyrics, yeah, I'm, keep, I'm keeping it in, in the background and then in the clip it'll be like music provided by surfaded.com or gotcha. kind of using that as a way to also bring back a, a previous guest mm -hmm. in a new way to be like hey you know we're talking like you said we're talking about dope music yeah. if I have either a sponsored something or a non-sponsored something mm -hmm. kind of drop that in there of hey go check out Nuke Franklin Speed Racer that mm -hmm. the beats in the background mm. cross 
cross promoting yeah. the artist. I like that. Yeah, I'm all all about whether it's myself or anybody that I'm working with trying to find how to take one thing and break it into as many different mediums as I can. Mm -hmm. In the same way too, where like you said, if you're doing transcriptions, take those transcriptions and turn them into a blog article, mm -hmm. just a long quote. So that way, same too, those keywords that you're looking to hit on, you know, a Donald Trump or whatever, right, right. they're they're hitting it a lot different ways. Or then you use that same transcription and start throwing it into the um, the YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're thinking so. You're, you gotta talk off camera about some stuff. Absolutely. <laughs> um, another one. Um, give you a couple of these before you head out of here. Okay. Um, I started doing these about ten episodes ago. And if you weren't doing live right now, that QR code right there is going to take you directly to Spotify. Ah. Take you right to the channel. Oh, you hollering with these. That's dope. So, you know, as a guest comes through, I give you a stacker, 10 or 15, 20 of these, whatever. You, you, you pass them all out to your friends. Like, hey, I was just on this one. Go check it out. Or every time you do, like, you take that same idea. I mean, you get, a, I think, 500 of these. I'm running right now, like 40, 45 bucks. You know, thousands That's of them. smart. So it goes straight to freakish. Yeah, that's so much easier than telling them to. You you, ha you have to eliminate as many different yeah. steps as you can. So if I could say, uh, Androids, I think you still need uh, um, the, app. the app for yeah, it. Yeah. But any iPhone past six or seven, as soon as I go like this, yeah, you can find it. Bam, right there. That's dope. That's yeah. dope. Thinking. That, that even gets you to that older demographic of people that were like, I listen to it, but what the fuck is a podcast? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I would say that I'm, I'm so happy that the younger generation knows now. Like, the, the, the older generation probably still is unaware of what, oh, it's radio with no cursing. I'm like, yeah, but you can listen to it anytime. Why would I want to listen to the radio? All right, well, never mind. But, like, the fact that the younger generation, the the YouTube generation and podcast are kind of. I think the podcast is for the YouTube generation that has to get shit done. Yes, yeah, yeah. You can't like, sit oh, there with the screen open the whole you time. Put your headphones yeah. in and start doing work. Yeah. <laughs> like during the dad do landscaping. So if you're cutting grass for eight, eight hours a day, three hours of it, you get Joe Rogan. Yeah, fill it in oh, with man. something else here. So then find some new music. Driving or time. All right, I have an hour commute back. Listen to this full episode back and forth to. From work, perfect. Get home and talk to the kids, or have something to talk about with, with a, a spouse or something like that. Like, oh, if you're a bo oh, if you're a boring person for real, if, like you have nothing to talk about or, or have no hobbies, find a podcast. Like, there's criminal podcasts, there's how to do it podcasts, there's so many podcasts where you can just get information in your commute and be an interesting person. That's why I get all my information. Joe Rogan makes me so interesting. I say shit where I'm like, I didn't Google that. I heard it from Joe Rogan. Right, and you just repeat it as it's, you know, just common knowledge. Because you're like, what, you, you don't listen to Richard Dawkins? Yeah. You don't listen to Richard Snowden, just Babylon? <laughs> Yeah. The dude babbled forever, oh, though. Oh, bro, like, it, like, it was one of those I kept listening, but I was like, dude, you got to rap. Like, Joe Rogan, step back yeah, in and yeah, get him nah, back on track. He was just letting him. But, again, I, I've heard a few of, like, Snowden's, like, his interviews now, and all of them are pretty much the same. He, he tells tells us what we should be doing and what we shouldn't be doing. And, like, where I'm a podcaster. All of my my voice is out there. Like, right. there's... If, if they want to make a, a cybernetic copy of me into a robot, they can. <laughs> Absolutely. Not, there's, there's not much else I can do about that now. But 
Yeah, I'm always yeah. interested in that, like, because Joe Rogan even too is kind of on, on not the side of the fence you would think when it comes to privacy and whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. for the dude that has mushrooms and acid and just sitting on his desk ready to roll for any guest that walks through the door while live broadcasting, you're like. That's why you should be worried about it. But yeah. if, if you're just running a normal life, like yeah, I don't. Yeah, I really don't understand. Like even the at this point, the amount of money he's he he's making off of like he owns most of the ads. He he says right. So I'm like, how is he really getting money? Is it is it really off of YouTube and like the the download? I know it's millions and millions of views, but like, is it is it? I don't know. The stats I've seen on him, he makes a minimum of 10. On, on the low side, I've seen he makes a minimum of 10 grand an episode. On the high side, I've seen that he makes about 50 grand an episode. And he does four episodes a week. Three or four a week. So, yeah. I mean, he's bringing in about a million a month just off podcasting, give or take. Um, yeah, man. I guess. But, but, like, I like, guess like you said, that. He's got six to seven minutes of ads at the yeah. beginning and two minutes on the end. Yeah. But if you're going to listen to three hours of a Harvard lecture, especially with podcasting where there's a button on almost all apps that you can fast forward 15 or 30 seconds, mm-hmm. you know, like I've, I've come to listen to that show so often. I know how exactly how many times to tap it. You're I like, don't even need to tap it. <laughs> I, I can skip it and, and maybe get within a minute or th- right? 30 seconds of Absolutely. the person starting talking to someone that, where, where he's, he's Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> like, and I mean, that's a dude that started as a comedian and then was Fear Factor, which yeah. every, everybody's looking at him on Fear Factor like he's just a moron. You know, the, oh, this yeah, well, is the, the guy getting people to eat cockroaches now he talks to the greatest minds in the world whatever he wants and, and spreading knowledge real like, knowledge like, like, like of like there's a saying where people always say um the game is to be sold not told and i feel like it came in in around the crack era where they were talking about like how to make crack that that process is the game but people adopted that into like oh don't tell how you're making your money don't tell how how to invest money and, and, and how the stars work and all whatever information you have don't spread that information so like with joe rogan like this it, it's a it's a it's a generations of people i guess now generations from older than him younger than him younger than us that are listening and have information now that they never had before like i learned so much about like the ketogenic diet uh tesla like having elon musk on there and like and actually seeing him talk and, and speak and 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 take time to like that is 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 one of those things where i, I I wish I had as a, a teenager or, or a, a preteen and having that idea of like, I'm gonna ask more questions in school because this is some bullshit. <laughs> and if, 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 if I knew these people were thinking like this and had these ways of thought, like even down to like like the, he had Milo on. Um, um, I don't wanna call him a Nazi, but they called him a Nazi and stuff like that. But, well, I, I know what you're talking yeah. about. And, like having that conversation and learning his background and like having those quote unquote Republican conversations of the of the other side is giving me a more balanced view of everything. Right. And like 
I know it's happening for other people that are even more so on one side and they're like, I don't want to hear nothing from nobody or I don't want to hear nothing from your ass either. And Joe's like, well, I like guns. I like working out, but I also want to take care of the kids. So, yeah. yeah. It's kind of how I take my, my podcast guests too. Like I've had uh, the, I don't know, that was about five, six episodes ago, to go, uh, Megan Cram. Mm-hmm. Uh, Megan Carner of Cram Kids. It's a uh, kids religious education workbook. Okay. I'm like as far anti-religion as you could go. Like mm-hmm. if that works for you, that's cool. But like I, I, I don't You're need right. to talk about it. it. Doesn't work for me. Right. But it was a, a, a daughter of a landscape customer of mine, and I was like, oh, I, I don't do the Jesus part, but I talk about business and entrepreneurship, all right. of that other part of my show. Absolutely. Right. Next time she comes in town, you know, I, I like to be able to talk to podcasters and talk about stuff I know, marketers, landscapers, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't read many books, but I've had a lot of authors on. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I'm not a musician, yeah. but I talk to. Musicians to be able to get into other people, yeah. Like I can listen to some shit, but I can't. Like, and that's one of the things I I hate the stigma. I'm sorry to cut you off too. You're good. But like the 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 people that say, oh yeah, I don't read, and then they look at you weird. Like, no, I like information. I like getting information. It's just the way I intake information. Sitting down and staring at the words on a page, I'm my brain is wandering off. Like I need to be doing something else. That's why podcasting works for me. All right. And audio books work for me because I can. Do anything else and get the information. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why the little bit that I've worked with authors on marketing, like they understand to get a website and stuff. Yeah. You're like, all right, if you want to come into modern day, though, like, why don't you have an audiobook? And yeah. they're all like, well, it's expensive. Like, I don't have the money for it. And I was like, all right, do you have an iPhone? Yeah. yeah. Cool. Do, 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 do you know the story? Do you know how to read? Yeah. Every day, just go in a closet if you need to, and then just read t- a chapter of your book. A chapter every day or you a page every put day. That out as a podcast, like here's my book right. in podcast form, sixty eight chapters of. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and, and if you did a chapter a week or whatever and it took you a year to put it out some people would be like I don't want to wait that long they're, they're going to buy the book exactly Where yeah, I, I, a lot of people that with podcasts like we talked earlier most of them fail after a couple episodes because they're like oh I thought I was going to be famous overnight. I thought I was going to get a million views and make a bunch of money. But the, the money doesn't come from the views. You have to find other ways to monetize yeah, it. Yeah. Oh, like, like we had shirts. We had merch. Um, what we will do again, but that was our first try at figuring out how to monetize. And not even just to get rich, but just to add to the podcast. How to get more mics. How to get more right. like, like, we're still working on the studio space and stuff like that. Because it's a, it's a... I'll say the perception of your podcast is even more than the actual content. Like I can have shitty content, but the perception of my podcast be popping and people will love my podcast. Like, like there's, I have yet to hear one person say like, yeah, I loved your growth. Like you, like you stutter so much less. I, I do. If you really listen to the, the, the first hundred episodes, I was fucking stuttering nonstop. Couldn't get a point out, but you get comfortable. You get comfortable with talking to new people. You get to comfortable with talking about topics that, that, like I like politics. I'm a I'm a politics type person. I like the I like the the view of how how I like the view of how politics is not supposed to be grimy, but it's so grimy and so fucking like like high school popularity contest type stuff where. And so much of that, people are, get turned off to it, and I kind of want to bridge the gap between that. We're, we're going to have a new series dropping in 2020 called Colored News, and that's just basically diving into like topics around like 
say if we do something on Trump, it's like maybe 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. Tops. We're not even doing no more than really five minutes on Trump or something like that. But it's information where you want to dive into it and learn about it. You can have talking points in, in public or something like that. So like the color news aspect that we're going to start doing is, is I'll say, uh, John Stewart style, but more so with topics that mean something. So the first episode is going to be tipping. So telling people why servers need tips and why people of certain cultures don't tip. And the main point I'm, I'm, I'm probably use is, hey, if you ate fast food all your life, do you tip your McDonald's worker? So when you go to a restaurant and you're paying what you owe, like, no, I don't want to give you extra money. <laughs> <laughs> but if you don't know that a server is making $3 an hour or, or whatever, their check is like six cents because they're getting all their money is from tips. Like you're like, oh, duh, why did you say that? Here, your price is what, five ten? Well, it's more so to the bill of what you like. No, here's your $5 on top of for serving me. Like that makes sense. But if you're saying, no, this is gratuity or this is... I, I hate when they 20%. call it gratuity. Yeah, like, like it, it started out as a gratuity thing. Yeah. It's kind of just a, you know, here, here's a nickel or you know, yeah. kind of just our way of you know, yeah, we're better than you. Here's here's yeah. here's a little bit. Take this. Yeah. Or like you said, how are you supposed to know? Depending on where you go into. Do, excuse me. Uh, do they pay you a living wage? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> bro, b before I actually had friends in the like. The, 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 the waitress field and all that. I didn't know they didn't get paid minimum wage. <laughs> I was like, oh, y'all get paid and then y'all get tips. That's why y'all have so much money. But no, they have so much money because they get paid in cash and they're still on taxes. But like that type of um, cultural conflict is like the things I want to have conversations more about. It's, it's interesting with the, the whole waiter waitress thing too. It's you're, you're taking a job accepting Slave wages. Let's call yeah, it. Yeah. We'll call it what it is. Almost prison wages. It, 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 it costs you more to drive to work than yeah. you're going to get in that yep. in that couple hours. And yep. then you're hoping that the people on the other end, and then you're also hoping that the the cooks actually do their job. Yeah. That everybody else does their job. Everything so that must work right, and then you get your money. Yeah. That's crazy. Like you're taking all of the risk of being a restaurant owner, and you get no ownership, no equity. Yeah. Yeah. Like you. Like you literally have to be the walking face of the restaurant. And you're the representative of the restaurant. You are essentially the owner. Yeah. You know? That's crazy. Yeah. And I you get do it. you I get none of the respect. Yeah, my wife used to do it. It's, it's, I couldn't it's do a it. shitty job. Yeah, because but again, having the the cash on hand every day, that's not bad. Like like my, my girl used to be a servant. She come home with like she was like, Oh, it's five ten dollars in my back pocket. I'm like I this is all right, we we good, we're going out to eat tonight. You made some good money. like my best friend's a server. She like she also like yeah. I just made like two hundred today. I'm like two hundred <laughs> in one day. <laughs> like like I, like in in hindsight, that's like people make a thousand dollars on it. But like if you're on this level, you're like yeah. I just paid off my bills for the month in four days. All right. And not everything else I do for the, the month is my money. I'm like that is a a a good bid. But they get so upset when certain people don't tip and i'm just like yo this is they're they're going out for either a special occasion or this is like like a a limited time of or a limited amount of money that that they have and they're treating themselves to a nice meal instead of going to a fast food restaurant 
So tipping is sometimes like you're you're not tipping your 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 person that got you the popcorn at, at, at the movies. You're you're upset that the <laughs> popcorn cost that much, first of all. And then you're like, no, I shouldn't. Y'all should give me give me more popcorn on that before I spend. The one that kills me with that too is if it's complete awful service. Like I'll, I'll go, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll go sometimes with my mom out to eat, and the, the lady could like I could have an empty drink for an hour, mm-hmm. or you know, you're just still supposed to tip, but bad, 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 bad. I'm like, I'm like, wait a minute, I'm supposed to give her the same percentage if she did great or awful. I was like, how is that supposed to work? They don't get paid, and I'm like, why? Why are you doing this job if you're not getting paid for it? <laughs> like, well, you're supposed to get more. All right, well, it'd be interesting but, if there was a restaurant where like you gave a, the waitress a quick interview, like as soon as she came up to the table, you're like, actually, you know what? I don't think I want to hire you tonight since I want to be paying your wages. Um, keep go, go around. Let's try. Let's try him. Let's try you, her. You, you, you go see how I get into it because like that's why I want that to be the first episode because like that is such a thing that gets me a little bit frustrated on both on both ends. Like I, I've said like so much. This, this, the this marketing thing. side of that too, though, it's a, it's a good hot topic because everybody's gone out to eat. And everybody sat there while having that really slow, poor service. You're like, we still got to tip this lady? Yeah, I, I want they, this for they, they can relate. You yeah, know, they're yeah, like, all right, yeah. let me tune into this. And then the next ones, I'm going to say that we can talk about camera about it, but like, you'll see how how kind of like, it might get me in trouble a little bit, but <laughs> but it should work. It should work. Like a lot of the, a lot of the episodes I've done, I've been worried about, mm-hmm. like just off of conversation alone and and i think about it, i'm like man why am i so nervous about these people saying these things that they're saying like they're i'm not making them talk about these things i'm not none, none of my podcasts i felt like i've led the conversation into getting somebody in trouble but man they do not care about putting their foot in their mouth <laughs> and just the the uh the, the the relationships concepts that they talk about I'm, I'm gonna dive deep into that and see where where certain realms go of people cheating I'll say like what what drives people to cheat what 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 um if if cheating works for the relationship do you really get it? like should you be upset if all your needs are satisfied it's a whole it's a whole thing as as a content creator, how do you come up? How do you decide what ideas to go with and what ideas not to pursue? Um, more so where where I don't even want to say that because that sounds kind of corny. But where I want to be morally with my content, I'll say like what what, what I want to stand behind it takes a lot to do with it. I don't I don't want to be like a Vlad and like hey let me get a. The, the the young gang member on and have them be with all the guns and tell me about about how much dope you sell. Like, no, nah, I would want to have the young gang member on and and and, and tell him how to invest his money. Like, oh, you get all this money? Let's do some investments. Let's find some stuff where you can get this to clean paper instead of instead of that type of interview. So, content wise, um, always trying to be a, a, a innovator. Innovator, yeah. An innovator. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible at the pronunciations. Teamwork. Yeah, right. Thank you. Um, and entertainment stuff that I would watch. Like if I didn't know me, what I watch my show. Not all of them, probably not. But if I see, I'll, I know that artist. Yeah, I'll click on this and see this. Or if I like, I'll say my most recent episode with Shay Mar- Mar- Mariah. 
nobody really knows who she is besides if you've seen her dance before or something like that or if you if you actually know her but my platform putting her on a platform i feel like should get people to know her because like oh if juice cosigns her let's see what she's talking about Right. So like that's why I was like, all right, I can give certain type of people platforms where maybe they don't, not gonna say don't deserve it, but don't have the shine, but they could use the shine. Right? Well, because she, the one you're talking about, it's not she wasn't just a stripper; she's also like a bodybuilder too, yeah, right? Bodybuilder. You, you were afraid of her. It sounded like. Um. <laughs> no, no, it was more so because I didn't, I didn't want to be disrespectful. Right. And in this day and age, like any slip up of a word can get you into some shit. So I, so I, so I was trying to be very respectful of what she classified herself as. And she was, oh, I'm a stripper. I'm a stripper, and, <laughs> and, and I guess she body builds off and on because like her, like if, if you saw the video, she's super tiny. Right. So like in the like the pictures, I'm thinking she's like. That's all those bodybuilders are. Yeah. Depending on what time of year you see them, they're either huge or yeah. So, so, so I was expecting like a, a super built chick to walk in that like went like no, she's she's a tiny frame, but like she took she took her jacket off and you can see like the like her muscle frame. Still. Right. I'm like oh no, you can you be climbing <laughs> you be climbing that pole like mother <laughs> So, um, uh, 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 yeah, she that that type of content. Is, is what I like because they're part of the city they're part of the climate they're part of the culture of, 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 of said, the Cleveland culture they're working just as hard to go to the gym and and to find sexy outfits and and, and, and that guy that's in there he probably had a hard day he just wants some girl to dance in front of him like that's that's adding to the, the, the energies in the world so she had a story and I feel like there's more girls out there that have a story there's there's a male stripper out there that definitely has a story that I probably would wouldn't get on. I, again, content-wise, I, I, I love the 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 conversation. I love the, the lead-up to the person being surprised that I found them and stuff like that. Like, all of that is intoxicating for real. That, that even me just being able to do it alone, like, again, you, like, I reached out to you, and like, hey, you want to do it? Like, yeah, I'm like, all right, that, that's gratifying. I'm like, all right, there's somebody that cares about what I have to say and stuff like that. Well, you were already on uh, the, the list of people to get on the show. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I put out a post a while ago, um, and uh, Lavish Journey responded. I saw it. I was, I look, saw I was it. looking for the, the, the local local podcasters, because yeah. like you said, same thing. It's one of those, you're like, I've done musicians, I've done business owners. Like, Let me go talk to other people that are doing what I'm doing mm-hmm. and try to figure out. This, and like, like you said, I'm the type this is everything that I'm doing this is what you're doing mm-hmm. this worked great for me this didn't work great for me exactly. if, if you could save $50 throwing it at LinkedIn ads instead of throwing mm-hmm. it at Google ads mm-hmm. or whatever like that's a good thing to know about yeah and uh, I st- he put up the post so then I started listening to the show mm-hmm. and then uh, I don't know I think just life happens yeah and yeah. I was like you know same thing I was getting ready to do the same thing and you're like hey you want to do it I was like yeah. oh check you off the list right. and, and this was just because um Cause what was going out of town, but I thought he would be, be back by now. I was like, all right, I ain't doing a show this week. Let, let me go find a show that I can go be on. So right. I have content to have out and stuff like that. That's podcast. It's, I, I don't want to bring this up because I keep giving this light on so many podcasts, but there was a podcast um, list that went out maybe a year and a half, two years ago of the top 34 podcasts in Cleveland. 
they didn't even put us on the list. Right. And at that point, we're, we're over 100 episodes, countless artists on, we've been nominated, and we didn't even make the list, but two podcasts that started after ours that we had on before made the list. And, and like, it could be, the, like, discouraging, but the real thing I took away from that was like, oh, none of these podcasts reached out to anybody. Like, I, I didn't see any of these podcasts do crossover shows or do right. any type of collaborations with each other it's 33 podcasts in here and they've never been on each other's show that's what (laughs) podcasting is that's the whole industry it's not hip-hop where these are my fans you can't have them like no this is i'm supposed to go on this show talk 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 the frame the framework of how your show works you come on my show do the the one two then we go on a third show together or something like that and talk to somebody like that's that's the framework that has worked for every podcast and for Cleveland to, to be trying to build a podcast scene or even talk about that and not know the history or like how it works and be like, I'm gonna get all of my fans for my fans only and I'm gonna get these in. Like, it's the same people here. We can get the whole same interviews. It's, right. they, they will gladly make their circuit around. That's how you build an industry. That's how you build a media circuit. I, I love when I see somebody that's been on my show come on another show. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, the, the Lavish Journey. He's, he's picked a couple of the people already. And, and you know it's, it's that's how I saw you for the first time I was waiting like, cause I was watching Lavish and I was waiting for him I'm like alright I, I need to get on the show so I need to get on the show I'm like oh who is this guy Colin Colin's conversation let me check it out like that's that's one of them things where that's one of those things that means that, like, even like you said, with small views or kind of up and down views, mm-hmm. um, I don't know about your first time that somebody in public was like, oh, you're, aren't you on the colored radio? Or well, for me, you know, I was yeah. at a barbecue over the summer and two or three people, oh, you're Colin, Colin of Colin's Conversation? You know, I had the shirt on. And yeah. I was like, yeah, that's me. Yeah, you know? it feels good. It, it's sweet. It's, like, it's that validation of like, oh, somebody does act, a real person is actually out there watching the show. Uh, I think that came. I think this is a classic uh, uh, thing from, from from Cleveland. I got known more so outside of Cleveland first because of the Shane show. So Shane had his own core fan base which stems off from Tyler's fan base. So like those kids are like raging fans for everything they, that they really love. So when we, we got put on Shane's app on a weekend. So we got some of his following and everything and we went to camp flognog a year and i had on the color radio shirt and i'm just i'm i'm standing in a locker and he was like are you juice of color radio and i was like <laughs> yes i am I, I, I was so geeked. I was like, how do you know me? It was like, I saw the shirt. I was like, ah, you did see the shirt. And like, you know what the shirt is. Right. Like that type of moment, I was like, it, it's, it, it, it made me so joyous. Like, oh, this is paying off. Like there's people that actually listen or actually care in general and shit like that. So yeah, going on each other's podcast is a boost. It, it helps it, it, it on any, on any, on any level. It works because the people that listen to podcasts, they have the time to listen to podcasts. Like right. they'll, they'll, listen, they'll listen to more than one. As soon podcasts as now are just what like daytime TV was in the nineties. It's kind of like you had your seven, seven thirty, eight, eight thirty nine shows, mm-hmm. and then you know maybe a new one came out, so you kind of swapped out that eight thirty, yep. and now it's all right. Joe Rogan from five to eight, Color Radio from eight to nine, Collins Conversations nine to ten. Mm-hmm. Go to bed. Yeah, you know it's kind of that that you look for that new and content. That's how I do it. I I structure by, by the days I have to work. And by the car drives I have to go to. And 
if if I'm driving to my third shift job, it's, it's, it's a short drive. I'm listening like some about movies because I can turn that off and not and not be. But if it's like a news somewhere and like they're telling a good story about something, like oh yeah, I'm waiting till I have a thirty minute drive so I can get that full concept out and everything. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Um, kind of wrap it down a little bit. Mm-hmm. You said you're big into politics. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got elections coming up. If you could be president, mm-hmm. what are the top three pillars you would run on? Well, what would Juice for 2020 be? Yeah. Uh, off top would probably be... I'll kill two birds with one stone. I, I love this uh, concept for reparations. Uh, giving minorities rights to the wheel licenses first. So if you have X amount of dollars or X amount of land on a show and you're a minority, you get to... You get first bid on the weed licenses when everything's legal. So I'll make it legal and then for reparations, get uh, the minorities of the Americas that have been oppressed first rights to weed, because it's like the gold rush right there. So if you can't build generational wealth off of stuff you've been using for your whole generations, you don't deserve to be rich then. Um, School, I I'm I'm big on unique curriculums. Like I don't I don't like the standard structure. I mean, you actually want people to go to school and actually learn real life things. Yeah, man. Like let's <laughs> get some like 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 if your if your kid has a, a a interest in dance, we about to let him dance for like four hours and see if he like it. <laughs> like right. if, he, if he don't like if, if he don't like twirling around and dancing all day. He's probably not going to be a dancer anymore. So let, let's see if he actually likes that. Because I loved computers because I didn't get a chance to play with that many computers. So after I learned that, like, oh, yeah, I, I like computers. I don't, I don't really want to build computers. Right. I, or I don't really want to, like, again, be in front of a computer all day. Like, I do my edits. I do, like, the marketing stuff. I, 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 like, I do videos and edit videos and all that. But... If I had to sit in front of a computer and make my money like that and look at stocks go up and down, I'll be bored. I'll be really bored. But you, but they won't tell you that, or that hey, a doctor has to be on his feet for twelve hours. I don't like standing that long. <laughs> no, I don't want to be a doctor. I'm cool. I don't want to be running around with stress levels like that. Shit, not only got to stand for the twelve hours, but you got to go in and out of rooms with people with the plague and AIDS. Yeah, and- like it's, it's it's certain it's certain things where I want to have children be able to feel shit earlier not pause <laughs> be able to find their, their their paths earlier and make mistakes in it because most of that early time is your parents pushing you into things you're pushing you into sports pushing you into the ballet but if you're like well i really wanted to see why that computer makes that noise I'm like oh you want to know why computer works let me show you how this works in right. the simple kid form so yeah. Yeah, I definitely think school, there's no reason you should have a high school diploma and not know how to do basic car repair, mm. basic cooking and basic fixing of household taxes. things. <laughs> taxes for sure. Taxes, you can't. Aren't taxes the most amazing thing in Man. the world? Nobody oh. teaches you how to do them. If you do them wrong, you can go to jail and lose all your stuff. <laughs> like my aunt gave me the best game. And when you go to a job and they say your deductions, 
Say you want fifty dollars your check every every week just for taxes. Like I just say, hey, take that out early on, so I never owe back anything. Right. I, you took this the thought of the year. You actually owe me money now. Thank you because I <laughs> gave you too much. <laughs> I gave you too much of my money, so give me this back. But I, I never want to like. Oh, I'm probably gonna have to when you get certain types of money, but yeah, yeah, taxes. <laughs> Learn taxes, but yeah, that's my trick. I, I I let them take out a little bit extra instead of doing it, and then you get some money back. She says she usually used to um pay off her uh, her uh, her car insurance beginning of the year with that money. So I'm like, all right, that makes sense. Killing one, two birds with one stone again. So, little game. Absolutely. Yeah. It's one of those, you, you, as a kid, uh, you know, we got the 10-year-old. She's got, mm-hmm. wife's got a 10-year-old, and she'll be like, oh, <clears throat> Colin, we'll be in a store. That's $1.50. I got $1.50. Can I have it? Well, no, because it's actually $1.62. Mm-hmm. No, it's $1.50. See, right here, $1.50. All right, but it's 8% tax. We're in Lake County. Mm-hmm. You need $1.62. You have $1.50. You know, trying to, like, explain that to kids, yeah. like, why, why don't we teach that in school? You, you know, <laughs> It's crazy. There's a really quick, there's a quick story. I was going to GameStop to buy the Engage. I don't know if you remember the Engage. It was like a sounds familiar. Handheld phone. It was like Nintendo made it. No, No? um, Nokia made it. Gotcha. Nokia made it. It was a hand. It was a phone, but it was a game as well. And um, it said one (laughs) ninety nine. And I'm like, Mom, it's one ninety nine. I have two hundred dollars. It's cool. I didn't realize you had to buy the service for the phone too. Like, <laughs> I got the one ninety nine. We can get it. I got it. This was not turned out like three years. I put an old SIM card into it, worked for a little bit. I'm like, All right, I got this phone, but it's out of style now. Random. There it is. <laughs> Random stories. Um, so let's get a couple uh, quick little sound bites to help podcasters. Okay. If you were a podcaster, knowing all that you do, 150 plus episodes in when you first started, mm-hmm. what would be the beginning? Uh, equipment pack that you would recommend for somebody starting out mm. uh, on a budget any plugins for your phone if you have a good phone um, camera always uh, uh, go for camera f- uh, stuff first mic wise you can go pretty much any way with a mic is, is more so in the editing of the show if it's if the mic quality is is, is, is subpar you can edit around it some will we we've had terrible shows where we're banging on the table, and I just had a good editor that that helped me out and, and smoothed it out somewhat. But plugins for your phone if you're on a budget, or any type of laptop plugin, um, camera, and then going to your mic lighting. Fucking light. We're about to invest in lighting now. We're, we're, we're investing in lighting so fast. Yeah, I told you I've been kind of getting a different thing each week. Mm-hmm. Uh, backdrop and lighting are the next two things. Yeah. I want to have, like, this whole wall with, either, you know, a lot of them you could get, like, the green, the black, and the white, or, you know, kind of like mm-hmm. a seasonal type thing to kind of drop that in the background, especially if it's a green. Mm-hmm. You know, I've started each episode, too. I've figured out how to do different things production-wise, yeah. so kind of just, like, drop your living room in the background, mm-hmm. you know, but, like, yeah. whatever you want to do that route, too. Yeah, that's the next step we're, we're going to take. Backdrop, green, uh, or green screen. We got a green screen, but we'll, we'll try to use it more. But, um, what did I say? The, yeah, the lighting. The lighting's a big deal because just that thumbnail, that thumbnail will make some, 
somebody not click. And right. I've seen that be something so different where our third season, all of our videos started like a, um, a intro from Family Matters. And it was getting no views because it was the <laughs> same look. And it looked, all the episodes looked the same in the thumbnail. And you didn't know it was a new episode until you clicked it. So I was like, all right, I can't do that intro anymore. Fit, try shit out. This is one of the, the advice things. Try try shit. Shit doesn't work if you go back to our pages. You can literally see the evolution of of our page going from all right, we're we're just filming to film. All right, well, we're filming for for people to get this clip. All right, we're filming for this to be actually the the, the product, and right. this is what we want to people to see first to go look at the podcast and everything. So. Um, try shit out. You're gonna make mistakes. Uh, if your friends don't li- don't li- doesn't don't have them on when you're popping, <laughs> no. Uh, your friends aren't gonna listen all the time. They hear you all the day, all long, all day long. Um, they don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. People that have podcasts I don't really listen to because I know them. And I'm like, all right, bro, I I heard that comment so long ago. I know how you're kind of twisting the truth a little bit. It's just so, 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 so sometimes it doesn't matter. So don't be discouraged by your friends not listening. For the people that do listen to you, cater to them. Like, ask them questions. Ask them what they like. Ask them what they um, don't like. A lot of my, like, pe- the people that give me the most advice are people that listen and say, hey, bro. The caption ID is good, but it's not linking up as much. And I'm like, I know, <laughs> I know, I know it's not linking up as much, but is it good as in you can understand it or is it bad that you can't understand it? Oh, it's good, I can understand it. I'm like, all right, well, put that bitch up. All right. And, and like, you need that type of feedback. Like, a lot of our, uh, like, what? Again, with the camera, the, uh, the camera's situation where we was just going off the phone, it had an echo. And like, to me, I'm like, this is just how the podcast sounds. Right. <laughs> this is how it sounds. How it sounds. So everybody, I'm like, this just sounds terrible, bro. Y'all have good information. This sounds ass. I'm like, all right. I, I had uh, Mike Miles definitely get him on your podcast. Local okay. local rapper, bar rapper. Okay. Um, but it was about an hour episode. The first half hour was great. I think it was coming out of that microphone there, which I think by now that camera's probably dead. We've mm-hmm. been talking a while. Um, but then that microphone was not in tune right, so it was like so loud, opposed to that one. So like the first episode, I'm listening, I'm like, this is great. I'm walking around like, yeah, man, this episode turned out great. Rah, rah, rah. I was like, oh, for like four minutes. Yeah. I was like, oh, and you know, it's, I could tell it's just me being lazy editing because it's an hour episode, whatever happened yeah, during yeah, the week, yeah, yeah. and you know, you kind of skip a little bit of pieces, parts, and you're like, whatever. Um, Shout out to Sean Carter. I'm like, you know, this he saves me a lot. He saves me so much time because I. If I didn't have a team around me, I really don't know how how long it would have went on. Like, right. Because like, like, I've, I've mailed in episodes personally before, but co-host Maul picks it up and gives a great question to a guest, and boom, we're back into it. Like, right. I'm Sean Carter bringing the equipment. If you, I'll have you on the show, obviously. Um, You'll see he brings all the equipment, all the cords and stuff. He knows how to wrap them all because he went to school for it. So he like, like so he knows all that stuff. And like those little things help add to the value of the show so much where it, it gives the the the, the presentation where oil machine we're running smoothly. Which we, we 
sort of are, so, sort of not, but it's growing. It's a growing thing. Everything's learning experiences and everything. Like, but that team, that that team effort is definitely what has kept us going so much. Is, is having that team. As soon as you said we're kind of like a well-oiled machine, I was in picture in my head. I'm like, all right, I would p p say that the Collins conversations is kind of like the first time that you ever change your own tire. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know it's on right. You know it's you're on the right course. But yeah. for those first couple of days, you're like, did I get it? Is it going to fall <laughs> off while I hit the freeway? Maybe that I should maybe I should just take the regular bro. road. That you know, like hilarious. not not quite that well-oiled machine, but like it's pretty damn close yeah. to well-oiled. I just but, might not have used the right oil. Yeah, or, no, you know, but you trust your preparation. Like so, like oh, if I, I looked at this YouTube video three times on how to change this tire. Right. I think I'm ready. So it's one of those things where it's like, all right, the next time you change the tire, like, I know how to change the tire. I did it once. Right. <laughs> so it's like, they, they can do it. Like podcasting, after the 50th episode, people are like trying to ask me how to podcast. I'm like, bro, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm actually, uh, one of these little things down here is that I'm working on a podcast book. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I want to put out, uh, I'm well behind my original schedule, but before the end of the year, I want to put out about uh, 10,000 plus, about that, that size words of, um, I could go through it with you. It's one of those just like, what is a podcast? Why did I podcast? What did I learn marketing? Mm -hmm. You know, kind of just breaking it down. Like, yeah. this is what I learned podcast university, essentially. Yeah. So yeah. that way, you know, on every episode and actually have, look, this is what I got. This right. is this is what I've learned. This is what I learned from different episodes. Mm -hmm. Kind of break it down to be like, take this as your manual. It might work for you. Take what will work. And the number one thing will be just try <laughs> absolutely just, real, just do it i can't i can't it open it, it opens doors it uh, changes your own personality because like you said you're having conversations you and i never would have met mm -hmm. yeah. but we do set we do similar things we have similar ethos on a lot of different things mm -hmm. and we're both the type of people of the things that we don't agree on let's sit down and what well, why do you feel that way yeah, about this have a conversation communication is the biggest thing in like for me i love a good communicator like if you can give me a point or idea or some type of thought that i didn't think about before i'm all in on you and and, and podcast is, is that thing and um for the the the, the new podcaster out there is i want to i don't think people know that they're a podcaster until they're podcasting like from what i've seen of people that started podcast cast that are good at it and i'm like i didn't i didn't think i was going to do this like ti T.I.'s conversation is so amazing. You would think he would have been had a podcast. He just started his podcast like four weeks ago. And he, millions of views, great, great conversation. He feel like he, he's been doing it forever. Yeah, Alex Jones almost was a great conversation too. But like those people that are thinking about it, you, you should have been did it already. And the people that don't know that they're podcasters, try it. Right. That's it, That's it. yeah. Last two questions. Mm -hmm. We're gonna go with kind of the backstories. Okay. Where did the name Color Radio come from? Okay. Um, there's a movie called Hidden Colors. Hidden Colors, I like to describe it as this thought. Most black people don't know what happened before slavery. So this movie basically told us about like Kings and queens, the, the the Moors in Africa, um, all the kingdoms that, that were around there. Then they talked about history of, of of black people of like like Big Ben being 
designed by a black person or the the, the blueprints for Washington being the, 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 like helped design by a black person like these certain moments in history so me and my uh, uh, co-owner of the label before it was a label uh, we, we sat down and he he keep he's a rapper he was like yo got this song I want to make let's go to the studio all right, all right, let's go to the studio. We, we watched Hidden Colors right before we went to the studio. We made the song. The song started buzzing, blew up, quote unquote, to certain aspects. And that that moment started the label. That first song right now is at like 5,000, 6,000 plays or something like that five years ago. But in the moment, that was like crazy. We got 1,000 plays the first time we ever right. put out a record. So we were like so happy about it. So our label was called Hitting Colors Empire. So the Empire on there so we get sued. But <clears throat> that became ACE and that ran from there for like what two years or something like that until like I always had the idea that we we're gonna have to change the name. It was just like what we were gonna change the name to. So when we were looking for websites and everything, I was like, alright, Hitting Colors Empire, gotta can't go ahead in our empire. That's too like let's stick with the wrong color. So I wasn't gonna do colors spelled a different way with the U in it, like the um, the British way, right? And I was like, all right, that looks that looks okay. Looks British. Yeah, it looks, it looks like, <laughs> yeah, all right. Then, like I don't know about that. And then um, it was gonna be color TV, which had a certain ring to it. But I was like, I'll say that for the YouTube or something like that. And color radio. And color radio, I like to say when people ask. What is color radio? I'm like, no, it's not for just black people. No, you have a weird mind. It's it, it's a play on how color television revolutionized television, color radios, and revolutionized podcasting and radio. So that's where that came from in color radio. But again, yes, it does have that stigma to it, so it has a ring to it. So yeah, I do it like that. I definitely would not have come up with the the, the alternative of. I, yeah. I, I definitely took the easy route. I was yeah. like, all right, color radio. They're pro, pro black. They got a lot of you know black, small black businesses right. supporting black yeah. culture. You know, like either way, that's cool. The other way is an even cool, right. cooler one. And and, and that's what I kind of wanted to be as. Again, I'm a black male. I'm I'm based in black culture. I live in the hood, uh, hooder areas I've lived in, so I, I know the culture, but. I've also went to St. Joe's. I went to Kent State. I went to a lot of mixed race areas, and I know that culture as well. And so even when you look at our logo, it's not black and white. It's multicolored. Who did the logo, by the way? Uh, it's a sick logo. Yeah, Kid Kid Retro. No, Kid Kid ninety four or something like that. He he just he just moved to Cali. He has a brand called. Uh, this was this was made in the future. He's super dope, super dope. He does these dope ass collages. I'll post them on the page or something like that. But yeah, he was super dope. It, yeah, the, like, the logo works really well. Yeah, I spent like two fifty on it. <laughs> it was a good price though. Like that, I, I take pride in our logos and our presentation of our color radio page. I I, I take pride in the story and like like our story feed and how it's. Curated, curated with information for people. Like I, I get nonstop messages like, "Oh, I didn't even know that. I didn't know that. Really wow!" Like 
that's why I want to give it to like the colored news area where we're like, okay, if you want, I could totally see that with your stories because yeah. you, you, in my, in my personal opinion, you overuse stories like a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. You got like forty-five stories a day out there, but Non-stop. like any type of news that you could need, it's, it's right there. Mm-hmm. And and I like to say that's the commercials between the episodes. So gotcha. if, you want, if you if you want commercials of color radio, it's in the stories. Gotcha. And then again, you can mute us. You can mute our stories. It's not like we're gonna like That's be like mad. Exactly. It's like like you, you, well, I'm not mad if you don't watch our stories, but if you like the the um the, the shade room type stuff, or if you want some up to date news, or if you want like if somebody just died and you don't know if it's true, you don't know where to go. Um, go to your page and it's right there. It's right there. It's right there. And 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 it's there. I I I've been working a lot more in a day now, but it's kind of pissing me off that I can't be as expedient to it. But most of the time, I'm probably thirty seconds to a minute on the, on the actual news. The algorithms change, so maybe a four hours. Or more, but it pops up. It's posted. And how I end every interview is I'm a focus of camera in on you. I call it the okay. digital soapbox. Okay. You get one minute. This is, is essentially your promo clip. You get to leave the viewers and the listeners however you want to leave them. Whether you want to go promotional, motivational, kind of just let them know. A wrap up, whatever it is you want to do. Whenever you're ready. Um, hi, Juice Shrug of Colored Radio. Find us all on all social medias at Colored Radio. We all those things. Um... I would like to say positivity over everything. And if you have a negative presence in your life, remove them. Think great, be great, and stay blessed. Thank Absolutely. You. And uh, what names can they find you? Uh, 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 Juice Shrug on, on Twitter and Instagram, and Color Radio on Instagram and Twitter. Did I see uh, that you have over a quarter million tweets on your personal account? Uh, probably. I think it's two hundred and fifty-three thousand. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's my second account. So who who knows what could have happened if I kept my <laughs> kept my first account, my LL Cool Juice account. But yeah, two hundred fifty thousand tweets. I feel like that's a little bit low. I stopped tweeting uh, like the last couple years, so that's a little low. But yeah, that's awesome. Excellent. As always, I want to thank the listeners. I want to thank the sponsors. I want to thank my guest. And I'd also like to ask you guys to go ahead and wherever you're listening to this at, maybe subscribe. Definitely leave a review. Even if you thought it was shit, let everybody know. If you thought it was great, let everybody know. And I look forward to the next episode. And I hope you do too. Talk to you then.